Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, Returning to the Heart of Jesus. I'm your host, Bill Wegner, and uh, it's a pleasure and honor for me to be here with you today. So let's begin as we begin all good things. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit, and we shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. And boy, what a great prayer that is, because a lot of us are, uh, as we enter into uh, the year 2021, are hoping that someone renews the face of the earth. That's for sure, because it's, it's still crazy as it was last year, and maybe even a little bit crazier. Now, when we're uh, filming this, we're only really three weeks or so uh, removed from Christmas. And uh, we didn't really get an opportunity to talk too much about the Christmas and the birth of Jesus and, and all that stuff. And, uh, but, and, it was, and of course it was different. It was different, but it was the same. That's for sure. And it was still wonderful and beautiful. I know for my family and, and for me, and I'm hoping for yours too. And, and every now and then, um, I focus on something about, about Christmas. And this, this year, I was really kind of focused and, and hit by, the, by the, um, the words of the angels that today a Savior is born. A Savior is born. Um, for the world, a savior of the world. And I started to think about that. You know, and I, I, I've come to the realization that, yes, of course, Jesus is our savior. But I'd like to talk with you a few minutes today about what that means. What, 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 what did Jesus came to save us from? And uh, I know a lot of people, when I, if I ever mention that to a group, they'll say, oh yeah, he came to save us from ourselves. You know, because that's how we, that's how we think. Um, but a little bit more intricate than that. Um, I think there's three things that this little baby came to save us from, and uh, I, I think that they're 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 sin and death and suffering, and that's one of the reasons that Jesus came as our Savior. There's many other reasons. He saved us from many other things, and uh, we can delve into that a little bit, but I, I think I, I like to go through the, uh, the three things that I think that Jesus came to save us from. From sin, from death, and from suffering. So, what is sin? A lot of people say to me when I, I'm speaking, nobody talks about sin anymore. There's no such thing as sin anymore, you know? And uh, I think what they're really saying is that the traditional uh, uh, definition of sin is, has been lost, and maybe that's true. Maybe that's true, but what really, on, on the most basic level, what, what, what is sin? Well, you know, as uh, my friend Brent Heiser, who used to do the missions with me for, for many years, uh, he used to talk about sin as missing the mark, and that is one of the definitions of sin. There, there's, there's no doubt. Let's say, for example, you're, you're, you're with a group of people a couple thousand years ago, and you're out hunting. And uh, uh, in the middle of the, of, of the clearing in, in the forest, let's say, uh, a big rabbit runs by. And you have your spear. And uh, you're out there trying to, uh, you know, get food for your family. 
and you 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 are some of your companions you throw your spear and you miss you miss the mark you miss the mark and the rabbit gets away well they could say to you and they probably would say to you you sinned you sinned because you mix, missed the mark well I think what Jesus was trying to tell us is that sin is really missing the mark of God's love missing the mark of God's love T doing stuff that is outside or contradictory to God's love and and that that gives it such a broader definition of sin it, it doesn't it now don't don't get me wrong you know I'm not saying that there's no such thing as sin or there's no such thing as serious sin or any of that I think that it's just a big broader definition when something happens when you do something when somebody does something to you I think we can realize that's not God that that's not from God that's missing the mark there's there's no doubt and uh, um, I just want to say a, a one thing about that uh, one other thing what does that include well it certainly includes the commandments of Jesus to love one another it certainly includes the commandment to love God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind and make God number one of course it does but it also includes stuff that we do I do almost every single day it includes anger violence name-calling uh, lies deceit uh, all are missing the mark of God's love uh, there's hey I miss God the mark of God's love every day when I'm driving there's not a doubt. There's not a doubt. I, I think everybody else is a terrible driver. And I'm absolutely wonderful. And you know what? I, I ride along. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I could be with my wife Cheryl. I could be with friends. I could be with even sometimes my, my children or grandchildren. And I'm mumbling away the whole time. What an idiot. I can't believe she did that. What a jerk. What a... And that's how, that's, that's how I, 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 I justify it by saying, oh, I'm just venting. But I get pretty upset by that. And the way people drive, including me sometimes, shows that there's no love in that. There's no caring in that. There, there's, there's, there's a disregard for the other person and the safety of the other person. Now, I hope this doesn't sound trite because... It's not to me, because that's how we build on that. You know, the old expression is, how do you uh, cook a frog in a, in a pot of water? Well, you do it one degree at a time. And that's, what, that's what's happening. I find that, that that's what happens to me. Okay? I watch a show on TV, and it's all about violence. I know it's a fantasy. I know it's ridiculous. I know that kind of stuff. But then I, I have that kind of in my head and it helps me to become insensitive to, to other types of sin, of other types of missing the mark. And then, and then we have the second thing that Jesus came to save us from. Well, he, he came to save us from death. Well, if I was going to take a survey and I was going to ask you to raise your hand and say how many people in here uh, realize that one day they're going to wake up dead, uh, how many of you would raise your hand? I think most everybody would. Most everybody would, because we all know that we're going to die. 
So how did Jesus come to save us from death? How did Jesus come to save us from sin even back then? Well, he came to tell us that for sin we can be forgiven. We can be forgiven. He gave us the sacrament of reconciliation. He gave us confession so that we can be forgiven our sins. And then death. Well, we're all going to die. How, how did Jesus possibly save us from that? Because here's the bottom line. Even though we're all going to die, we all realize, I hope, that we live forever. That we live forever. That our souls live forever. And Jesus encourages us in that and tells us, tells us that God does not want to lose not one of us. And, and Jesus has come to invite each and every one of us to eternal life with him. And I, I don't know about you, but that's pretty exciting. He says, this is not the end. This is not the end. This is the beginning. And we're going to spend all eternity somewhere. <laughs> Let's hope it's with Jesus. And he's, I, I said this in, in, in the beginning of the podcast, you know, a few months ago. He's, Jesus is so practical. I love the practicality of Jesus. Because when he's talking to the people, he says, he says, listen, listen, there are many rooms in my father's house. And guess what? I have one for you. I have one for you. And, and I want to invite you to come to be with me for all eternity. He even says, he even says, I'm going to leave, but I'm going to go and prepare your room in my father's mansion. And I'm going to come and take you there with me. I'm going to do that. I don't know about you, but especially in the crazy times of now, man, that's an encouragement to me that, that, that there's, there, there's something after this. Now, I remember, I'm going to say this to you, I remember when I was in college, and uh, like a lot of, a lot of people, um, when I went off to college, I stopped going to church. I, I didn't go to church. I, I, I uh, bought into what my, some of my professors were saying, which was religion is uh, the salve for the poor, uh, was made up in order to explain the suffering of the poor. And, and if they could look forward to something after life, then they could control them uh, during life, if that makes any sense. And uh, <clears throat> I kind of bought into that, I guess. I don't know. Uh, and, and it was basically said that, you know, uh, suffering, death, all of that stuff, this just, it's just over. That's the end. That's the end. And, uh, but they give you this fantasy of life after. And I don't believe that now, of course, I, because I believe in what Jesus said to us. My father doesn't want to lose anybody, anybody, and he wants us to come with him. So that's pretty much of an encouragement. That's how we're, we're overcoming death. We die, sometimes very tragically, but there's more. There's more after that. There's an invitation to eternal life. And then there's this third part, this third part. Jesus came to save us from sin. How? Well, we can receive forgiveness. He came to save us from death. How do we do that? Well, we experience everlasting life with Jesus. And he came, 
He came to, to uh, save us from suffering. From suffering. What does that mean? What does that mean? Well, just let me take a couple of minutes and, and, and explain to you to what I believe. I believe that most, remember what I said here, most, not, not uh, everything, but most of our suffering comes from relationships with other people. Now there's medical things, there's, you know, there, there's illness, there's disease. I'm not, I'm not really talking about that now because that's a lot of suffering. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not diminishing that. But most of our everyday, if that's the right word, suffering comes in our broken relationships with other people. In other words, in other words, how about this? We cause each other most of the pain. Most of the pain. And I think when you think that through, you know, uh, we can agree with that. Family members, friends, enemies, all that kind of stuff. They, they all of a sudden, uh, you know, we're, we're in a position of suffering because of a broken relationship. So what does Jesus do? Well, he comes along and he says to you, I got a plan for this. I got a plan. I got a plan. Here's what he says. First of all, here, here's what he says. He says, I'm going to give you the Sermon on the Mount. I'm going to give you its counterpart, the Sermon on the Plain. I'm going to explain to you who I am. I'm going to start with the Beatitudes. And I'm going to go into the body of the Sermon on the Mount, Sermon on the Plain, and I'm going to tell you how to live your life as a follower of me. I'm going to tell you to love your enemies. I'm going to tell you to bless those who curse you. I'm, I'm going to tell you all of these different tenets of the Sermon on the Mount. And I'm going to start with the Beatitudes and tell you that blessed are the poor in spirit because they will inherit the kingdom of God and so on and so forth. I'm going to tell you all those things. I'm going to explain to you in the first part of the Beatitudes this, that that's who I am as Jesus Christ, your Savior. That's me. That's my personality. That's who I am. And then I'm going to explain to you in very, very specific terms. If you want to deal with some of your suffering, this is what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to love your enemies and return good for evil and do good to those people. You're going to have to do good to them. And, and it's so challenging, but it's so real. And I've had people over the years when I've, when I've uh, spoken about this, I've had people say to me, when I said, love your enemies and return good for evil and bless those who curse you, I have people say to me, where did you get that from? And the reality is we got it from the mouth of Jesus Christ, our Savior. And we're going to expand on that. We're going to expand on that in our next podcast. Okay, we're going to talk about uh, different uh, elements of that. Uh, so I just want to I just want to stop right here for a minute, and I want to uh, I want to tell you this. Okay, uh, I have uh, a couple copies, maybe four or five copies of a book that Pope Francis wrote, and it's called um, The Church of Mercy, and he wrote it a couple years ago, 
and I have some extra copies and, and I would like to give them away to you. I'd like to give them away to the first five people who email me. Um, the, the email address, and I'm going to say this, but it's also going to be down the bottom uh, of the podcast. The email address is goodnews, one word, at cybercom, C-Y-B-E-R-C-O-M-M, two M's, dot net. Okay, so email me there, and the first five people who email me, I'll, uh, I'll send them this book. Free of charge, nothing, no postage, anything, okay? And uh, based on how the mail's going, you probably get it in 2023. But uh, if you're interested in a copy of Pope Francis's book, one of his first books that he wrote, uh, The Church of Mercy, just drop us an email. Well, thank you very much. God bless you. Um, thanks for watching. Invite your friends. And uh, I'm going to uh, uh, say, let's close with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's invite the Mother Mary to intercede for us in our sin, in our death, and in our suffering. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you.